0: Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Check out Unregimented Mondays and Fridays on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise.
1: You guys ready to fire it up? Fire it up.
0: Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From AsthmaCore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented.
1: Gangsters, what's up
2: guys? 105. That'd be the uh, frequency of the first radio station that ever actually issued me a check.
1: Oh, really? That's yes. the first thing I thought of when you said
2: 105. 105.1, the groove. Is that- I got hired to push buttons overnight on the weekend.
1: Is that what it was called at the time?
2: If you really want to get into it, I just I play the commercials, play the R&B and funk music. Merry Christmas. And
1: then be replaced it, by a machine.
2: It, yep, exactly. And now we do this and fuck them.
1: <laughs> right. I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. I'm Rich. Jay. Jay's doing homework. Jay's
2: just on. He's on and off, man. He's on and off. But you know what? If, if we just, you know, did the math on the numbers he's alluding to us... I wouldn't fucking do this shit either. <laughs> right. You know, wait, this is my baby and shit. You know, it's, it's, we've all been doing this for a year. But man, if I'm going to make to what he's alluding to, I'd fucking tell us to fuck off as well. But Jay will be back. Hopefully, he'll be back for the Monday show. But, uh, yeah, a lot, lot of shit going on this week.
1: Big week for podcasting, huh?
2: Yes. I was, I've been especially juiced about this ever since I heard about Rob from the Weedsman, which is on uh, Fridays mm-hmm. and Tuesdays here on the network, just from media.net, initially uh, told me about this because I'll admit, with the with with what with the with the Mark Marin podcast i i've become just like to people i've interested in listening to you know even yeah. with our rich you've talked about it with our podcast with unregimented i fall behind you know it's cuz we're putting out so much material and that's where i am at with marin it's now i have just started cherry picking mark marin hey i want to hear this person's too. interview but Barack Obama doing an episode of WTF that's big for podcast that's huge for anyone who thinks podcasting is not a viable medium, you can now officially go fuck yourself.
3: Can I? Can I say something? Who? Okay. Who the fuck thinks podcasting is not a viable medium?
2: Uh, uh you heard of a guy named Howard Stern?
3: Really, Howard Stern shitting on it?
2: Howard Stern in the last couple of months has been shitting all over podcasting, talking about you know, which nerds in their basement and shit and all that kind of, and it's him and Ari Shafir have been going back and forth about it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, well,
1: because it, because we know where he gets his money from, it's satellite radio obviously.
3: But yeah, but I mean was, the easy
1: joke is, you know,
3: who the fuck who the fuck cares about Howard Stern anymore? But Exactly. That's that's the easy joke. The truth is uh, yeah, Aaron, you 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 put your finger on the pulse of this, I think. He knows what side his bread is buttered on. Mm-hmm. And he knows who he needs to suck
1: ass to. And uh, it's just Well, he's also he's got his thing right and it's like he was the king of his thing right nobody, w- nobody was bigger in talk radio than Howard Stern had been for many many years
3: oh definitely yeah. and
1: now it's like it's one thing it's not just about the medium of of radio shifting over to an online forum it's that the whole thing is kind of blowing open and well, well, what, what it means to yeah. have a talk show or, or a radio show or a podcast it could mean Whatever the fuck you want it to be
3: What blows yeah. my mind and, is and, and There's finding no reason for him to be threatened because a podcast you can download or listen to at any time at your leisure. You have to listen to terrestrial
1: radio when it's happening.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That's so. I, I mean, that's what I think the big draw of podcasting is. It's well, you could start it, you could stop it. It's not. Hit.
1: Yeah, it, it. starts becoming a draw, and it gets to the point where it's just how things are. You get so used to on-demand everything that you know nobody sits down. I. There's plenty of shows that come out on Saturday. night that that I really want to watch, but I know the DVR is grabbing them and I'll get to them when I get to them. I don't need to sit down right at 10 and enjoy it. Now, there are some people who do a lot of like twittering, live tweeting during television shows like The Walking Dead and shit like that which I mean
2: isn't it all live tweeting I mean think about it it's, no 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 they're,
1: they're talking about the show in real time as it's, it's a, playing so
2: but Twitter's in real time so is it just really isn't it like technically appointment tweeting
1: they're watching the TV show in real time I understand yeah, it's, obviously it's, it's they're tweeting it's making in real an time an appointment
2: to we're going to meet on Twitter at this time and talk about this thing that's happening while we're on Twitter
1: I don't
3: well, understand yeah, your point The Walking Dead does have the uh, I want to say it's called a simulcast where you can watch it and then um, through your computer 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 or you know tablet, whatever the fuck, access it, and people talk about it, and and you know during commercials they they show you like behind the scenes. Clips and all this good shit. So I mean, I, I I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like, what the fuck does it matter? I, I, okay, it fucked the Nelson ratings up or Nielsen but, ratings. But up. that's
2: the thing, man. That that was that that was the way to go, man. That was the standard, and now it it's all fucking shot in the ass. It's all out the window because it. it I mean, it, it's it's the byproduct of the I want it now, you know, fast food society. But at the same time, I, it's great. I think for
1: it's, it's rich.
2: It's, I think for what we went to specs for. This is the dream. It is now personality driven. Remember at Specs it was all about you don't matter, your wallpaper. It's all about the music. You you remember, know, remember and my now first- it's
3: Remember my first statement to Donald Walker when he was when he was giving us the uh, intro to his class, and I was like, "So you want us to be the step for DJs?" Yeah,
2: but uh, yes was and the he answer. Got, got, he got pissed off. But he, if but, but, but if you think about it, his answer really was yes. You know, with what he said to us. It, it, but you know. Chris,
1: I don't see it as being about I want it now. It's I want it when I want it. Okay, sure. Right? I no, think he it? just
2: said the same thing twice, but. No, there's a difference. That's me and my brain. Uh, No, I get you, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... it's it's, How can I hey, if I want to listen thing.
3: to it on the way to work and then, oh, the, the trip didn't take as long as I thought it would, I can pause it and I can come right back to it and hit right and leave and, and pick up where I left off. Right. I could Versus. listen,
1: I can listen to the radio and listen to the same morning program on my way to work and enjoy that, but I get to listen to Adam Carolla in the morning and then I get to pause it and hear the rest of it on the and way I, back home where instead of missing out completely on it. Exactly. Yes.
3: Yeah. Exa- yeah. Like I'll
2: start it on the, w- i'll start it like in the shower you know i'll listen to the rest of it on the way to work and then i'll finish it at lunch
1: right so that's what you i know? mean is i want it when i want it and
2: like, it's you know what it's really it's like how we all thought the radio worked when we were four years old you know it actually <laughs> stops when you shut you know when the car shuts off
1: right well all, all the people you know? inside pause
2: <laughs> like I, I swear until i was like maybe in like the first grade i thought like the radio stopped and you shut the car off mm-hmm. well, you know and okay. then it started back up again when the car started. you know but, it's they, that's how it really goes down now but, and it's fucking great and it and Barack Obama doing WTF le- legitimized the, what bigger get is there if you are in any kind of broadcast medium whether it's internet or terrestrial what based? bigger get what is pre-
1: there period for anything i mean a,
2: like, yeah the leader of the fucking free world man
1: even if you didn't agree with him you would still you would just have to respect the office and, and the fact that he's there yeah. and,
2: dude even if it, it was, was even even if it was the devil himself, according to most, even if it was your everybody's boy from six years ago, if even if it was W, they would still make a big deal about it because I yet, would still because listen because of what it is, because of
3: who it is, because of yeah. the office that it is. And Maren interviewed him in his studio, which is in, in his, his garage. A, I thought that was his garage, yes, right, yes. Right,
2: right? And oh, did so, Obama dropped that M bomb.
3: Oh, <laughs>
2: you yep. didn't. I didn't, and you know what? I didn't even notice it. I didn't think it was that big of a deal until like the next day when, uh, 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 gina grad was talking about on the adam carolla show yeah. like it, to me it was just because to me what i thought was great about the interview is Marin interviewed barack obama he did not interview the president of the united states even though i thought some of obama's answers were the
1: answers the president would give
2: but they were two dudes talking
1: well here's here's what i noticed mark didn't swear
2: yeah dude mark was on good behavior
1: <laughs> he did not even his traditional intro of what the fuckers what the fuckies blah 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 oh didn't, hell yeah hell he didn't do know. any of that they, there was no respected him the name of the show has fuck in the title, but he didn't he didn't say it.
2: <laughs> you were talking about on the Weedsman how your daughter just calls it what the F. Yeah. She exactly. still
1: knows what the F means. What the F word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Mar yeah, Mark didn't swear. You know, and but he didn't I don't know. I know what you mean. He he was trying he was talking to him as a person. He and even though you know mark maron's had political shows obviously in the oh, past sure. and definitely had a political opinion that's not really what he does on 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 wtf
2: no his shtick on wtf is he's talking to the person
1: right like, and that's
2: I, the one thing that struck me about the show when i first
1: to me i mean i really enjoyed it but you have uh you know he's trying to talk to the person and obviously barack obama has an agenda right i think a big part of the reason that he was there is because not only does he really have nothing to to lose mm-hmm. but the uh the cha- the court challenge is coming up and the supreme court challenging a major portion of obamacare
2: yeah when it when the interview did get political obama is the guy who definitely steered it
1: there right so he's okay, t- so he
3: for we
2: before we on, no no no, no no hold on and i gotta just, finish
1: my okay, thought go ahead so, so mark maron is trying to peel back this onion like he normally does and mm. you get a little peek, but then it starts going to policy so yeah. i it, i found myself kind of in limbo like i either wanted obama to just completely open up or i wish that bill maher was sitting across from him so we could have a real co- conversation about politics
2: i get you I, yeah, yeah, fair enough fair obama enough. was straight was straying into
3: not maron's wheelhouse and Marin mm-hmm. was trying to stay in his wheelhouse, right? right. But yeah, I no. Mean, here's the thing about the about Obama dropping the the, the n bomb. He already did that. He already did it in his the, the uh, audio version of his uh, a book, Dreams of My Father, or Dreams My Father Had, or whatever it was called. There was there was a, a segment where he was he was talking about him and his boys went to, to to I don't know McDonald's Burger King whatever the fuck it was and they said hey man uh uh get me some fries and he was like nigga i ain't your bitch get your own fries and he actually that's, that's I mean that's an actual quote you can look up and and get the soundbite from on the internet because everything's on the internet once you say it it's it's over with but yeah i mean it's 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 people making well, a big deal about nothing it's
1: just a word it's it's unfortunate that we have to all sound like 8 year olds but, you know, we do it because it's just not worth the, the fight. You know, I'm not going to make that my issue. The white guy well, who can say nigger. But but no, no But
3: the thing is, is that like it's 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 sad that that's what out of the fact that he actually did an interview on a podcast one on one. No. I mean, I'm sure there was handlers there, but, you know, no one...
1: I don't believe you know, anybody was in the garage Marin, with them.
3: Maren does not, uh, you know, like, pause and go, okay, what's your handler say you should say? I don't think like, anybody the, else the was there with was them. very fluid. Yes. And it's sad that that's what we're concentrating on. Well, not we. I mean, we, you know, but, you know, you get you know what I'm saying? We is a, you know, like, oh, my God, he dropped the N-word. Well, dude, because you know, the media needs shit to talk
1: about. Well, yeah, we're not concentrating. I mean, we're talking about it. But that... Mm-hmm. That wasn't no, the big takeaway for me either.
2: This twenty-four-hour news cycle, and they run out of shit to talk
3: about. Man, if he didn't like, drop an n bomb, I'd be like, "Well, uh, how you know that niggas a real nigga?" I mean, I don't know. I I, I, I I don't. I don't know any other way to put it. I mean, just like whatever. He was real. He he, well, say, he well, said he said this
1: okay, piece. Okay, so but this whatever. is where I would take exception with you, Rich, because. You know, to me, I wish that I could just use the word referentially. He said "nigger," right? But when you actually use it to uh to refer to somebody, to call somebody a nigger, that's a totally different thing.
3: Better make damn sure that's your boy. That's awesome, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, if not, you're going to get an eye jammy in a hurry. <laughs> I mean I, I look I know you guys may disagree whatever blah 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 but it's just it it's it's to me it's not that big of a deal and and the media made it a big deal and the right made a big deal about it cuz they're like oh look he can say it why can't we say it and it's like well because you're a bunch of fucking pasty ass white boys and you fucking hang out black. with Black pasty- you can say it. it's
2: like the basic rule that everybody knows Dumbasses.
3: Uh, yeah yeah and i mean you know your only your only black friend is the mother the 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 token motherfucker you get to show up on on fox aaron can
2: we give out a you're not helping award on unregimented (laughs) sure yeah fox news for white people (laughs) knock it off man fuck it and hey by the way you know corolla gets a whole bunch of shit for he always talks about uh african he doesn't really single out Races, He'll say, you know, he use the code word, commun- you know, certain communities. But he's always talking about focus on the family and education. And that's how you fix everything. What mm-hmm. was Obama talking about?
1: I know. I was thinking that, that's the like, same first thing.
2: thing he about, I was like, he's saying family and education. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Absolutely. You know, you know, that's another thing is that... uh yeah, I'm not going to talk about Obama over this soundtrack here. Let me turn this down. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who played it. I know, but um, shit, I, I I derailed my own train of thought. It give me, one, give me, give me one sec.
3: You see how Mark Maron flows? We're not flowing like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I, hey, I
2: just, you. Like, I'll fill some time here while Aaron's trying to figure it. What what, what struck me about I, Mark Maron's always been in like my peripheral, like until like WTF, the last time I heard of him was short attention span theater. When I was getting like early high school, watching comedy central. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, I got into podcasting. I'd been in it for like a year. And the whole reason I got into it was because uh, Drew and Mike got fired. And it was just like, all right, I keep seeing this Mark Maron podcast is like fucking it's top five on iTunes every week in comedy. I'm going to check it out. And it wasn't so much the comedian that drew me to it. It was, when I listened to it, it was him as an interviewer. I was just like, wow. You know, just as someone who was who was in radio, who had practiced the craft for a bit, it was just, like, him as an
1: interviewer just struck me like,
2: holy shit, this guy is a mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal interviewer. Where the fuck has this guy been? Right. He should not be doing stand-up. He should be doing this for a living.
1: Another recent interview that he did that was just as exciting as the Obama interview for me was the interview with Terry Gross. Cause this is somebody yeah. that, that I've like, listened to for listen years. To- fresh air at all i love fresh air i love terry Go. she is hands down the most brilliant interviewer ever but she does not grant much interviews and she really doesn't talk a lot about her own life and he was able to kind of get her to talk about some really crazy shit that i've never heard some stories i've never heard before
2: what i love what he does is He just, he compels you to keep listening.
1: Mm -hmm,
2: I can't tell you, all I remember about the first person he interviewed, it was like some country or some blues guitarist or something. I don't remember. It was someone that none of us have ever heard of. But it was I wanted to keep listening because mm-hmm. it was just he just made it that interesting with with what he was getting into how he was interviewing him what he was asking him the conversations right. they
3: were having it was just wow mm-hmm. and see the first time I heard uh, him one of his podcasts where he was doing an interview was uh, Paul Thomas Anderson and granted I'm a Paul Thomas Anderson fan yeah but yeah he started he started just talking to him as if we were talking to each other. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't um the Pat interview answers you expect. Mm-hmm. Like, uh so, so, how was it like working with so and so? I mean he, he eventually got around to that, but mm-hmm. he he made it. He made it to where you know. Well,
1: the, yeah, the, the
3: interviewee was relaxed and mm-hmm. was able to let their guard down and not give the pat answers.
1: He's able to be conversational and still manage to. He's looking for where's the story. There's a story in this person. Everybody that he sits down with is a story in them that he managed to. He manages to kind of narrate through the conversation, right? So he, mm-hmm. he's. I don't know how to say it better than that. Like no, he, that's, he that's, man-
3: that's a very. That's a very well way to describe where even
1: like terry gross is as brilliant as she is there's a lot of preparation and you know there's certain things that you know we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk about that and a little more professional radio in the way that you know all everything gets plugged properly and introduced where it's just one big long conversation with mark Merritt. i just i just believe that they're equally as brilliant as what at what they do and the conversation between the two of them was fascinating but you know they, and
2: in tune? It's good to see a guy like him, like, finally getting his. With the TV show, too. Aaron, you're still behind, right?
1: I am. I didn't watch the last season yet. There's oh been so God. much TV to and catch and up on. But. And you're
2: missed, you've missed some great shit this season. I'm caught right up, man. It's When I get back into town, it's like the first thing I'll watch is... In the latest episode of Marin when it's on.
1: I've been really stuck on the comedians. Billy Crystal yeah. and Josh Gad are just fucking hilarious. But yeah, yeah don't I'm, I'm going
2: that shit, man. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I gonna, I'm gonna get to that. Oh, I'll just say it, it. It just seems like it, I finally heard enough and seen enough from both of the. Well, Billy Crystal obviously, but yeah. Josh Gad. I think I'm finally sold on him enough. Like I think I did watch. I remember I watched the pot episode. Yeah, and I was amused, and I I wanted to keep watching.
1: He's, so. Uh, Josh Gad is is weird, but he's he's really good at being. He's actually a lot more subtle than he than he comes across as a character at first. Mm -hmm. So much, like eighty percent of his humor is in this in delivery of these really nothing lines. They're not jokes. It's all about how he's presenting himself. And he has this mm-hmm. kind of he thinks he's a big shot. He's got people are, are recognizing him on the streets now. And Frozen was movie was really big for him. But he's working next to somebody who's a fucking living legend. And so mm-hmm. his his big ego is constantly being shrunken down in front of Billy Crystal.
2: Yes, fucking Billy Crystal man. Yeah.
1: But and it's funny because you see the same thing from Billy Crystal. He's obviously a legend but he's actually threatened by this this guy
2: yeah he's being reminded of how old he is right
1: right he's from he's from the old school yeah so i don't know it's a brilliant dynamic what about uh the other big news story this week are we going to move on i just want to say this i can tell you this
3: right now IFC ever since the interview with uh, Barack Obama for for Marin has been pushing. I mean, oh
1: fuck, hardcore
3: yeah. pushing his show.
1: Well, yeah,
2: man, right? It, it, he's getting a lot of press right now. I mean, it, exactly. You know, if it, you know, if radio is not shitting its pants over podcasting, it better be now bottom line yeah I mean yeah I mean I, I real I, no matter is what
3: show no matter no matter what show no matter what movie you watch on IFC and I watch it I watch a lot of IFC because apparently I'm a hipster but um no uh it's in the corner is always Marin mm-hmm. what time it premieres new episode what time it premieres what he's
2: just been he's been in everybody's mouth this last couple of weeks he got the he got the this I tweeted at Marin I was like great episode but who's your biggest get now I, I thought about it might have Come oh, like where
1: do you of... go from here?
2: Yeah, like okay, it's a great interview with the president. Like, who is now your biggest get? You you just caught Jaws, motherfucker.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> what do you do now? Uh, uh, who's your biggest get now?
3: You got the biggest fish in the ocean.
1: Now, what do you, you do?
2: Yeah, exactly. You caught Moby Dick. Well, and you get Ahab.
1: The, you're gonna get the attention of a lot of people who have just thought that podcasting was a medium that they didn't have to pay attention to. Yeah, exactly. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, I guess. I I do have to actually see what's going on over here.
2: I was I was trying to tell my dad as someone who's just recently gotten into this business, I am I am very excited about this.
4: Right. Yeah.
2: this just legitimized something I I think this is a bigger deal for podcasting than a lot of people want. And shocking that the media seems to be downplaying it. You yeah. know? You're not hear, you're not hearing about it so much from radio. Well, they have you're hearing whoop- it about it from yeah. Like I heard about it on you know Facebook, which basically is the new print media because it was just through new sites that I like and stuff on there. So, and the only the only actual audio stuff I've heard about it was on a podcast, which makes sense. Mark Maron now has two of the most classic podcast episodes of all time. It's said that the one he did with Louis C.K. is the most popular uh, downloaded podcast of all time. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: oh, because that one's just brilliant. I
2: guess <laughs> now that's going to be number two. Right. Good well, podcast. Yes, bottom line, radio. Let's, fuck
1: let's talk about the the other big story this week. Do we have to. When you don't want to talk about the the rubble flag. Uh, I mean,
2: what is there to say about it? Chris, would you rather talk about soccer? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> well, well, it's being there you go. because of this this tragedy that happened at the church. Um it's being removed from probably it's going to be removed from the georgia capital uh the um
2: alabama took it down today didn't they
1: uh, no, no i don't they haven't no, removed it, North carolina. it yet. South, carolina. South, carolina. south carolina south carolina and alabama no, no is south
2: carolina it. the governor's going hey take it down yes and now today they decided they're going to debate about it
1: Yes, it, it has well they have to vote on this apparently. It can't just be what? removed.
2: Whatever. stop uh, it's just it's more stereotype. All right,
3: all right all right all right time out. let me so, say something. There's
2: no timeout something
3: before we, we get into this debate. Everyone's like, oh, is it racist? Is it not racist? Here's the deal. It's a flag of treason. Why are we flying a flag of treason?
1: Okay, well, let's talk about that. Racist
3: or not, why are we flying a flag of treason underneath the American flag anywhere in this country? Are we flying the ISIS flag? Are we flying the uh, uh, Nazi flag? Are we flying any of that shit? Oh, oh! You just compared this to this, yeah? I kind of did.
1: Well, it, it still has we're its supporters have to out there. Start
3: this episode, gentlemen, because I think we're going to
2: all come down on the same side of the fence on this one.
1: The uh, Ben Jones, you know who Ben Jones is. He played. Nope. He played Cooter. <laughs> 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 on Dukes of Hazard, and he was one of, because there are people who are still uh, arguing for. You know, having this flag yeah. flying. Sway
3: girls sway going bake. Yeah, I, I, I have friends who actually have it tattooed on their body.
1: Well he says that it represents courage, family values, and good times. I've never yeah. thought of it representing any yeah, of those good things.
2: Good times, you know, when you could own black people. Well, well good times and they all had their own separate bathrooms. You know, he, he, he does farms.
1: have an yeah, good times. He does have an like interest that. in this though because he it, I was amazed to find out that he owns two stores in Tennessee and one in Virginia that sells Dukes of Hazard memorabilia. And he has many items that are emblazoned with the rubble flag on them. And he is refusing to take them off the shelves, no matter what. Um, All right, well, as opposed well, well, to
2: well, Walmart, going out of business Sears, days, so.
1: eBay, Amazon, Etsy, Google Shopping. These have all well, removed well, well, any uh, trace of the rebel flag from see, their I, online I'm stores. Or,
3: I'm not down with that.
1: You're no, not, you you not down with having it, not,
3: which will probably keep that jackass afloat. What? No, no, I'm not down with. it. I'm not down with the fact that, that 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 store. I mean, if stores don't want to sell it, fine. Yeah. But here's the thing: I'm not down with banning the rebel flag.
1: Well, that's not a ban on the rebel flag. That's stores no, no, choosing not to be associated I, I, with it.
3: I understand what you're saying, but a lot of people are like, "Let's ban the rebel flag." No, well, no, no
1: I, The appropriate behavior is to, uh, I mean, Walmart choosing not to sell it. That's just democracy working, uh, not democracy. That's just uh, capitalism working. And <laughs> I
3: was gonna say Walmart and democracy. Yeah, no. Oh shit, I, I miss somewhere. Jay just woke no. up. Uh, uh, Jay's
1: sense is tingling. And it should be removed from <laughs> government buildings in the same way that we don't want. Religious symbols to uh, be represented on on government grounds. You you don't want this, like you say, a treasonous flag to be on government property either. If somebody wants to sell it, if somebody wants to buy it, if somebody wants to attach it to their car or tattoo it on their body, hey, that's their business. And that's fine with me because the easier that the assholes are to identify, the the easier it is to avoid them, you. you know? And I, yeah, I've never thought of the flag as representing any kind of family value. I'm not saying that it, you know, it makes me angry when I see it. I just kind of shake my head, like, you know, grow up.
2: To me, that just represents a dark time in our history as a country. That's right. That's all I think about when well, I see
1: that. You know, also this this flag has become like the flag of the. Uh, of the civil war and the near secession of like what, 10 States.
2: Yeah. But we've talked about this. Maybe they should have. And then we can just all the idiots (laughs) can all be in one place.
1: Well, it's origins come from Robert E. Lee's army. That's Mm -hmm. the flag that they would fly. And it just kind of became a, well, a symbol you know, of a symbol of the uh, Confederacy, right? Yeah, and you and you can argue that okay, you know, if you're going to say that this represents, right. uh, you know, some courage or integrity or some value to you, Stars maybe it, bars. Maybe it did. I'm sure it, at one point in history it did, but you let assholes take over your flag and represent it in ways that were horrendous to the rest of the nation. So that's sure. where we're at now.
2: I'm sure at one point in history the fucking swastika meant something good and noble.
1: Right. No, it, it did exactly. <laughs> it did. Exactly. It, did not, it, re- it does not. It represented yes. yeah family values and hard work and you know oh and no the,
3: swat- the swastika goes back to Egyptian times. So I mean you know just because uh, here's the thing it got co opted it got stuck on a fucking you know piece of cloth it got flown. Over a country that was Oppressing certain people Hey you know what You lost sorry mm-hmm. Take your fucking flag down Hey you uh, as, as Aaron said you want to put it on your body You want to fucking uh,
1: put it on your car
3: Good Put it right now on your forehead
1: Yeah put it right on your forehead where I can see it well, Yeah I ra- I'd rather man the up.
3: assholes be there <laughs> And I can, I can identify them easily <laughs> Than being sneaky About the shit But you know and 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 it, 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 man it makes my ass itch i'm so fucking tired of hearing people say civil war wasn't about uh wasn't about slavery uh, yes, of course, course it was not all about slavery okay i get that but at the same time it, it, don't act like slavery was like a, an ancillary benefit to the civil war it wasn't it, it was it was definitely that was right. One of the yeah, people
1: things. say it was about states' rights. Yeah. Okay. It was about states' rights over yeah. human rights. I
2: don't know exactly. Me, the Civil Thank War you. wasn't about slavery. Was like
3: saying World War II wasn't about the Holocaust. Right. But that's just me. Mm.
1: No, I think that's a perfect until, correlation.
3: Until, until, until we discovered what was actually going on in Auschwitz, and in, in other concentration camps, we didn't know the the horrific. Uh, you know amount of shit that was going on with the jews we just knew the jews had it bad right you know we didn't I mean, understand we like the full Hitler's scope trying to take over the world we gotta stop them yeah oh shit look look that they're fucking massacring jews by you know the truckload what the fuck you know i mean there were,
1: there were a lot of rumors but they didn't actually see the full scope of what what, what happened until after they won
3: yeah, my grandfather. My grandfather served under Patton and was one of the, the 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 first people to go into the concentration camps and go, "What the fuck is going on here?" Like we had no idea that this shit was going on. I mean, we knew right. that you know Jews weren't welcome, but <clears throat> I mean, saying someone isn't welcome versus. Yeah, you so know, th- that's a... That's sticking a, them in an oven is 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 a big fucking difference. The,
1: so. so, yeah. Th- this uh, uh, it's a perfect correlation to what we're talking about with this rebel flag because, you know, it, sure, the swastika may have started out meaning one thing, but it's too fucking late. I mean, its, it's meaning is ruined. It, its meaning is clear to people now. And I think in the same way that it's clear to a lot of people what the meaning behind the rebel flag is. You know, this is hey, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that you mean violence against black people, but chances are you'd rather not have black people in your neighborhood if you're flying a rebel flag.
3: When I, when I lived in Westland, Westland, Michigan, you guys don't know, that's a suburb west of uh, Detroit. I mean, uh, obviously Westland. Detroit? I had a neighbor who actually flew the rebel flag over the American flag wow. on his flagpole. And m- my friend, who's black, Came into the, you know, he was, he was giving me a ride to my house and he was like, what the fuck? Welcome to Westland. I don't know what else to tell you, man. I mean, that's just, that's the mindset of some people. The South will rise again. My, my, my own father used to, used to, uh, have a hat that said, American by birth, Southern by the grace of God. And it had the American flag and, the, bar, the, the stars and bars crossed across the yeah 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 the flag poles <laughs> were crossed across, and, and and i was just dad do you understand what's your what's say, the fuck yeah, you're, yeah it's a bold and, statement sir and he was just uh, no I'm, I'm just i'm proud to be from the south you can do that without that fucking flag right aren't you just i mean first of all being proud of where you were born is as idiotic as being proud of it's- you know, uh, 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 hey, I was born with a dick.
2: Man, shit, eat some grits. Come on, I'm know. proud of my Fuck, country and my. Looks dick. like Scarlett O'Hara,
3: man. There's a bunch of ways. Uh, being being proud being proud of something you can't control is ignorant. In my in my in my point of view, being proud of something that you had no control in is 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 just is, is stupid. It's ignorant. And I, I I tried to explain this to my father, and he was like, "Nope, I'm from the south, and I'm proud, Dad." I can't. But you're not that guy. You're not that racist motherfucker. And he's like, "Why would I be racist?" And I'm just like, "Well, look at your hat. There right. are implications in the statement your hat is
2: making, sir."
3: Yeah, yeah. And he did, he never understood it. He never he went to his grave not understanding it. And I just well, at that point you have to realize you got to throw your hands up. And as 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 Aaron you said a few uh, shows back, it's a good thing we're dying off,
2: right? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs>
3: because we're we're making room for people who are a lot more enlightened than us. Mm-hmm. Because it's just
1: you yeah, know you can't explain time, anything to these people right these people don't want to hear their shit there's some relatives where you just you know just don't speak up even though you really want to knowing that when they die you can have a much more enlightened conversation with your children than you're having right now with your elders mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But not everybody's like that.
3: No, not everybody.
1: Hey, I mean, I'm not going to paint you know, everybody older than me as a racist, but
2: maybe the guy in Westland was broke and just needed a security system. Well, <laughs> speaking of. But it's
3: well, it's That's fucked up, man. Dude fucked it not, up.
2: It, okay. It's an Adam Carolla joke. He was saying the Confederate flag means I have a gun in the house, and the don't tread on me flag means I'm cleaning it right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's awesome <laughs> that's
3: All right. a, you know what hey, that's what? how I'd take it I'd be like oh that motherfucker over there he's got an AR-15 somewhere with the yeah, fully exactly. automatic fucking yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I got you I, I,
1: I, I want to talk you. a little bit about Freddie Gray I don't know how much more we have to say about the topic but it is interesting about the, the autopsy is done on Freddie Gray I don't know if you guys heard anything about this No. They okay so the injury that caused his death they described as a high energy injury. and basically they, they describe it as uh, diving into a shallow pool, the types of broken neck injuries that you get from smashing into the bottom of a shallow shallow pond or something. And it, it was thought that uh, because he wasn't secured in the back of the van and they were or the truck and they were intentionally like slamming on the brakes to fuck with them, that he was maybe trying to get up or something they slammed on the brakes and his head went into the fucking side of the truck.
3: He's in the back of a paddy wagon. Right. Who cares if he gets up? Why do you need to slam on the brake? You know what? I can't.
1: It, Go ahead. Well, okay. So all, all officers involved were, I've been uh, accused of homicide by acts of omission. So they failed to do certain things that would ensure that he wouldn't be hurt. And the driver himself is accused of second degree murder. Actually, the, the description was sec- second-degree depraved heart murder. I don't know what the heart means, and I don't know why you have to have depraved in there as a descriptive. I think second-degree and murder kind of covers it all, but yeah. that's a little too many qualifiers for second-degree murder. Yeah, he. I, it sounds like he was intentionally speeding up and then slamming on the brakes in order to fuck with the guy and fuck him up some more. A guy that you've already wrestled to the ground, handcuffed and thrown in the back of a locked truck. Okay, first degree. What is the fuck else out. do you need to Second do?
3: Second degree is it happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of of your actions. Am I correct?
1: Uh you yeah, you were the cause of the person dying. It wasn't yeah, it what non and, and, and non premeditated to, murder. To fuck them up. Second degree I mean, murder is you kill a guy in a bar fight. No, that's or- manslaughter.
3: No, second degree murder is uh, your intent was to to okay. kill him, but uh, you didn't you didn't pre plan it.
1: I'm sorry, you smash a bottle and stab a guy in the neck in a bar fight.
3: Yes, yeah, like that type of shit. Yes, not, first degree is not like, stick a pistol in your you pocket your, and go there you to kill. Get your boys him. together and yeah, we're gonna kill this bitch. And it, yeah, and you go ahead and do that. Yeah, so
1: okay. all right. So anyway, I mean,
3: I, I don't know, man. Maybe he uh, manslaughter of some sort, but still, that's you know he ain't gonna get convicted. Come on now, he's a cop. If he does, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Time.
1: Well, uh, we'll see. I guess we'll see.
3: I mean, let me ask you a question. If I threw you in the back of a paddy wagon and I was fucking purposely gas brake, gas brake, gas brake, throwing you around in the back, mm-hmm. and you fucking died, yeah, would you think that was oh that was an accident? No, I don't know. Not no, 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 no. That was on purpose. <laughs> that was on purpose. Oh, well, he died. I didn't mean for him to die. Well, you know, right. So what? But the challenge.
1: But you, I mean, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, the, the challenge here is, first of all, getting the whole story when you know the only person that's probably likely to tell the truth about what happened is dead and so that's what the whole autopsy was for so they take the results of the autopsy they piece the story together as best as they can they have to come to this conclusion because nobody's coming out and saying hey you know ralph was over there fucking you know jerking him around fucking Uh, ralph yeah i don't know what his name is
0: it it
3: is it is it is what the american legal system sets up as long as there's the benefit of the doubt you're not supposed to be convicted of guilt so as long as we can plant that seed of doubt in your mind which which all
1: goes out the window yeah but as soon as your name hits the press it all goes out the window you're already convicted by the court of public opinion
3: in public opinion yeah definitely definitely it's like the ucmj in the military you're you're considered guilty until you're proven innocent Hmm. that's what we really have in this country you're supposed to be Considered innocent until you're proven guilty. That doesn't happen. That just... It it doesn't happen. Like, you throw... Okay, you throw a rape... Or or domestic abuse as some as somebody boom immediately they're a rapist and a wife beater mm. and that's that's the end of it that's the end of it even if they're even if the, even if the charges get dropped for lack of evidence or charges get dropped because there was no evidence you you still carry that around for the rest of your life and but th- but here's the thing that irritates me I don't me, know where you're going that this with guy, this because these guys this, seem pretty guilty these guys yeah but but they won't fucking carry it to their next job they might not work for Baltimore, Baltimore anymore, but they're going to fucking go find another police department they can work for. Uh,
1: No, they're going to go to. I mean, if if they're convicted, you're saying if they're actually acquitted of these charges that, that they would go on to work somewhere else. Yes possibly but i don't think that's going to happen
3: really yeah. you don't think that that happens you don't think that, that i costco know it charged with i know it happens
1: with, but this is a high profile story i don't think so, any i think they're going to have to serve time so you think
3: this dude's going to be st- standing outside of a costco talking so, about let me see your card for the rest of his life no matter what, what happens no oh. matter, <laughs> even if he gets you know acquitted I'm you think that's what he's gonna sure, do yeah. you think he ain't gonna be a cop somewhere no all right you got more faith in the system than I Dude, do.
1: i'm not saying that cops don't fuck other people up and sometimes kill them and still manage to keep their jobs or work in other police departments i'm sure that happens i'm sure that happens way more often than anybody would like to think about but this case has too much attention on it for anything like that to happen
2: i'm gonna um i'm Kind of there there's going to be at least some, someone's going to be put up as a martyr for even,
1: this. Yeah, even if they just are uh, scapego- kind of like scapegoating the Wilson driver on this one.
2: Was in Ferguson. Darren Wilson will never be a cop again. Yeah, Darren Wilson's probably living in fucking Tahiti with Tupac at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, being real you saw he got fired man fucking you ain't heard from that motherfucker ever again dude he's gone dude he's in siberia he's living up in barrow alaska fucking dude i think they'll they'll be a martyr or two in this freddie gray case there, there, there will at least be an example, at least one example made, if not a couple.
1: Or somebody's going to be living like Walter White. Yeah,
2: they gotta, they gotta put at least one head on a pike in town square for this one. Yeah.
1: Can I lighten the mood then? Please. Oh, <laughs> yes. No, last week we were talking about Apple Music and their new program, right? Yes. And like I was saying last week, I was reserving a lot of my judgment because I have no idea how this works on the artist side. And a lot of that came out in the last week because it turns out Apple Music, the way they have this set up, you sign up, you get three months for free. And then they figure by that time you're fucking addicted. So just here's my credit card. And so not getting any revenue for those three months, they figured, well, you know, we don't have to pay the artists either because we're not making anything off of this and taylor swift was the one who stood up and said whoa wait a minute you're still using our music to sell your service just because you choose to give it away for free for three months doesn't mean that should come out of our end and with i think it was like within two days apple music came on and said you know you're right and we're going to be paying the artist for that t- during that three-month trial period here's
2: the thing mm-hmm. i've been fired up about this since i heard of it if Rich, if your boy May, in six months gone, writes this same letter to Apple Music, are they making the same decision? No. Hell no. Right. when somebody who's a revenue stream for them, somebody who's released one of the biggest albums of this year so far, and threatens to pull it off of iTunes yeah. because of this, writes this letter, they fucking cave immediately and go, "You're right." No I doubt. Think it's a bunch of bullshit. Well, and I think that's one of the list of reasons I should say why I don't dabble in music anymore.
1: Well, you know, you have. I do give it to Apple for not fighting the issue. And understanding where they went wrong.
2: So was somebody that name wasn't Taylor Swift. I, I bet no, wouldn't out have.
1: No, they were they were ashamed that into doing. They've never that. heard of. They were ashamed into into making this change because
2: by somebody who's who has notoriety. My whole thing was if someone else who they've never heard of writes this exact same letter, they'd probably just tell them to go fuck off. We're Apple. We're gonna do what we want. And I'm an Apple booster. You guys know me.
1: Come on, every <laughs> know, every company I know, I know, I know. does what they can get away with, right? This was just something that they couldn't, it turns out they couldn't get away with.
2: Yeah,
3: but so you, have, you have guys Because like, one of their uh,
2: revenue streams called them on it. That's what gets me.
1: Right. You have
3: guys like John Legend that was on uh, Bill Maher like five, six months ago talking about the same thing. You have these streaming service s- services and you get paid literally pennies per play.
1: No. And- No, not pennies. Fractions- of, of pennies pen- of pennies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, my, think about it. My I mean bad, Aaron. My for bad, like Aaron. you Wish know 10 15 pennies. 20 dollars that's got to be divided up how many fucking ways? I mean you're getting like point zero 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 four or something, some shit well, like John, that.
3: John Legend was on Bill Maher talking about do you understand how much royalties Last year, Pharrell made off the song Happy, one of the biggest songs of the year. Right. And Bill Maher's like, grand. I have no idea. He goes, $12,000. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not even
2: a couple. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. I, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. And that's off a of streaming service. That
2: song surface. was everywhere last year. Mm-hmm. Every fuck, fo- It still shows up mm-hmm. in a bunch of shit.
1: But now, how many... Yeah, think about how many places that, that song showed up and how much money that made, right? Because the streaming service isn't even... It's not paying anybody what their music's worth or or making anybody a living wage. It's the, the other ways to commercialize the music.
3: Yeah, but here's the thing. Even though all that, even though all the artists made was $12,000... The company that put that song out definitely made more than that, or else they well, wouldn't have done. They wouldn't have put that song out. And I'm, and and then 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 John Legend brought up a good point. He goes, and we're talking about. Pharrell wrote Happy, but we're, what if you have a songwriter? So what does the artist really make? What does the songwriter really make? Now we're splitting that up, mm-hmm. but the company still makes sure to get their fucking full cut. Well, and that's that's where the music industry is just fucking vile,
1: man. This does kind of loop back around to the beginning of our conversation this week because this is a, a new medium that you're not going to be able to fight that is uh, more of an on-demand... Type of uh type of format that people are just naturally going to gravitate to, to the point where they accept it as this is how it should be, and they're just trying to find ways to monetize that. Yeah, right. I mean, see, the I, medium. I I have to keep defaulting. The attention is shifting.
3: The, the late nineties, early two thousands, where Public Enemy released an album, an entire album, and they said, "Pay what you want to pay," and mm-hmm. every every penny comes to us, and that was a uh. You know, uh, uh, other, band, uh, other bands did that later, and they did it more famously than Public Enemy. But Public Enemy released an entire album. They said, hey, we're releasing it. Pay what you want. and, and But every single penny went to them.
1: Well, and- there are there's plenty of examples of this happening though because because there's so little revenue coming from uh, other places. If you're not getting your song, if your song's not popular enough to be in a commercial or moody enough to be in a television show, then what are your other options? You're getting twenty five dollar checks from your shit being streamed by some people online, and that's it. They're, they are looking to their fan base. To support them and you know i mean that's the same thing as like doing a kickstarter and saying hey we want to record a new album if you want to hear it you can donate 25 50 bucks we'll send you a t-shirt maybe maybe we'll put your name in the credits or something or thank you in some way in some different way but that's the same thing it's it's realizing that if you're going to be successful, it's making this direct connection with your fans and kind of getting the record company and all the other corporations out of the way. But you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, Public Enemy were were definitely forefathers of that type of movement. It's almost like they had, could see what was going like to happen. Radiohead,
3: that you know, followed yeah, right, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I just uh,
0: uh, haven't
3: ha- haven't we given up on 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 as uh, as as a, as a as a consumer, haven't we given up on the buy the physical CD unless you're older or you want something to have the physical copy of? I mean, yeah. uh, vinyl is making a, a, a big comeback because people are like, "Man, fuck that CD, I want to buy the vinyl," and but they can order it online.
1: Right? I'm if I can't if it's not convenient for me to listen to, I'm just not going to do it. If I'm going to listen to an album, I've got to put it on my iPod or on my phone or on my iPad or something. But if you
3: really love the album, you'll buy the vinyl, and you'll throw it on your fucking stereo.
1: I guess, but if I... If I only listened to music when I had time to sit down and just listen to music, then I would. it would be rare.
3: Well, see, that's, I, that's, you know? that's another thing that kills me. I haven't bought an
2: album, a hard copy of an album, in probably a good five years. Yeah. Whether I've obtained it legally or illegally, I've heard it goes on. But uh, it's all been digital. <laughs> it's, it's all been digital. My, musical, my music collection, I can't tell you where my CDs are right now. They're in a bunch of shoeboxes because that's a dead medium to me. Everything now is on my computer, my phone, my iPad. My Google
1: Cloud what the, did, what the fuck do I need hard copy I had two Okay so got married Both of us had huge CD collections They were both stored in Like these three huge ass binders Of like 1500 CDs Oh and, yeah And yeah. Got, by the time I was divorced uh, the time th- By the time I was getting divorced She was uh, staking claim On the on the CDs Or at least was some of those are mine I was like fucking half <laughs> of them ahead. Like,
3: yeah. <laughs> no springsteen leaves this house
1: right you know i might have like done a, like maybe kind of a brer rabbit fake out like no don't take the cds make her feel like she won something but i was just like i don't fucking care it's all Love on this the ipad CDs. <laughs> and even that you please, know please don't take
2: my eight track tapes
1: another 1500 records that i have that haven't been touched in forever because you know what i did i fucking downloaded the shit I and mean, i don't feel i already bought that fucking record and now I just wanna to listen to it on my computer instead of having to, you know, dust off the record player. So fuck it. Yeah, I fucking illegally downloaded it. I'm not gonna pay for the album again. I'm not gonna buy into this every time we do a new format change, you're going to uh you're gonna you know, have to get all new technology, have to get the latest format and have it mastered especially for that format and blah blah Aaron, blah. Because of
2: you, Lars will not be buying another ferrari right. his okay. pool, it's people like you
1: his pool is dry right now i can picture it there's just like you know a couple of leaves falling into an empty pool
3: all right just to play devil's advocate yeah aaron because of you yes guys like my buddy may will not be buying his first fucking range rover
1: well no because if i liked his music and wanted to support it i would You'd actually buy show it. yeah i'd be i'd be at the show i would actually buy the album you know in a digital format I'm, I'm talking about shit that I already own. And I could sit oh, there, no, too. Oh, no, no. Once you I mean,
3: bought it... T- see, that's the... Yeah, I'm, right. I'm with you. I bought it on cassette. I bought it on fucking yeah. uh, CD. I bought it digitally. Oh, there are you albums. What, I, yeah, I, the- man, fuck it. If I lose all that, my hard drive crashes. Man, I'm getting that shit over the fuck. Hey... I'm I'm not paying shit for it. I've already paid three times for it. So, right. What the fuck? Uh, Jimi Hendrix's uh, uh, sister really needs another fucking uh, fuzzy toilet seat? No. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, sorry. Well, I'm I'm gonna get banned of Gypsies, right? You know, illegally. No, I got you. I got you. And, and think same- about
1: other things that. Uh, okay, there is a, a huge deal over whether they should allow CDs to and and even tapes and records secondhand well, yeah, Re- record yeah. companies yeah. were bent on a shape or that you oh, you well you know especially now that we have this dubbing technology people are are buying a record recording it to a cassette and then selling the record, getting money for it, and then somebody else buys it, and they're not getting a cut of that resale, right? Mm-hmm. And that was going to kill the record industry. Man, every time
3: we have a jump in technology, it's going to kill, right. according to the, uh, and not, the old technology. And, and, not, and not seeing the, the big truth picture is, on it. Will, it. Because well, you're if you did
1: if you don't shift if you don't move and get ahead of that trend and be able to see it then yes it will kill your business the same way it almost killed the auto industry in detroit they could not see trends and get ahead of them for the longest time exactly. and not understand what people really wanted out of cars so it's the same they they're looking at it as a threat and not realizing that this resale business is what kept a record store on every corner that people could go to where all the new shit was there and they were using that money to buy buy all the fucking new shit they were going there and saying yeah trade in all this shit and give me that new one and that new one and that in itself promoted record sales and kept the the venue for those uh for people to buy cds and tapes and everything kept those stores alive
3: one of, one of the best record stores in the west side of detroit that i grew up with wow totally drew a blank on that, uh on the rock west, of ages rock of, and- of ages yeah yeah, and you could walk in and trade in five bullshit fucking cassettes and get a brand new fucking cassette, and 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 you were buying a brand new one. But you know, you trade in five like I like the the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack too. You can trade that and 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 the Footloose soundtrack and all that, a bunch of bullshit that no one wanted, and they give you store credit. Boom, you get a new one, and I, that's how I discovered so much music, and. I, it's lost. It's it's no longer there as far as that goes. Now it's just right. Hey, you hop on the internet, you look it up.
1: Well, think about know. what we were doing earlier, Rich. You know, I don't I don't have a lot of these conversations, but you and I were BS and waiting for Chris, and we were talking about music, and you're like, hey, shoot me with some bands that you're into, and I started playing shit for you, and we got into this whole fucking wormhole. And I used to do that shit going to the record store, you know? Yeah, and I, yeah I understand exactly. that there's places it online was like where some you can got a high fidelity. Right. I would you know, my favorite record store that I actually ended up working at for a while, I would go in and go, Okay, I'm into this, I'm into that. What else you got for me? Oh dude, you gotta check this, this, and this out. And there's nowhere there's not nowhere, but there's there's not a format for having that conversation. There's not a place where you go to have that conversation. I'm sure there's places online. But I don't know. It's not the same thing. But no, it's you-
0: not
3: because it's 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 they. If someone goes check this out, they post it, and then you have to click. You know, okay, play. It's not instantaneous. It's not. Hey, check this out as you play it. Right. And you go, oh no no no. Okay, cool cool. I like that, or I don't like that. Check this out, and then you play it. It's it's. That's that's. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm getting off a little too, uh, like off off the beaten path. But that's what's lost in music today. There's not a whole lot of back and forth interpersonal conversation happening between music lovers. It's just I'm online. I you know I type out what I'm going to type. Right. I Post. Well, you know. But th-
1: and- they've also taken this hipster ethos to extremes. Where it's like, I like this, and you know, my opinion is the only one that matters. If you don't like this shit too, then you're just a fucking asshole, and I don't even want to talk to you. If you
2: don't like Big Red, then fuck you. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs>
3: you got some block user in your future, faggot. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: right.
1: There's very little like, hey, what are you guys listening to? There's much more, you know. is
2: uh, what I listen to, and if you don't listen to this, then right? You're a dick. Uh, there's That's, much more. Of
1: Def yeah. Leppard is the greatest rock band in the world deny me that and I'll say you're an asshole
2: and I'll be that asshole Aaron, Aaron <laughs> we all
3: know that the greatest rock band in the world according to you is uh, Electric Light Orchestra
1: so <laughs> did, I say, did I say the greatest, greatest
3: rock band in the world? According to you, uh, I, I've seen your record collection. I think ELO gets they're pretty a, good.
1: ELO gets a a bad rap because of their hokey lyrics. Why? What, what, whoa, whoa! Yeah, and, and, and
2: get what is a bad universe, rap? yeah. in what universe do you live where ELO gets a bad rap? My universe. Everyone I know thinks they're fucking awesome.
1: Well, not everybody thinks ELO is awesome. The only
2: thing I ever heard oh. ELO getting flack about was them using overdubs at live shows because. There's not like sixty-five oh, right. of Jeff Lynn. Right, right. He's just one man. Huh. Well, this I have universe where you live in, where ELO gets that—that that saddens me.
1: You, you think that uh, ELO is respected across the board? They should be. They should be, yes. Jeff Lynn's a great songwriter.
2: Oh, well, you know what? We're acting like just what we said, what what we were just talking about. <laughs> like like, Anybody who
1: doesn't think so can fucking rot in hell. <laughs> if you don't like ELO,
2: then fuck you.
3: <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, Perfect you know, note to I, wrap this week up on. I would say we need Jesus, on. but we just need Jeff Lynn. So that's <laughs> all we need. <laughs>
1: All right,
2: Greg They look the same.
3: Yeah, skin of bronze, hair of wool. Looks just like fucking uh, 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 Jeff Allman. Yeah, there we go. My
2: house.
3: (laughs) I know he looks like a fucking drugged out hell's angel. My buddy, my buddy used to say yeah, there was a picture my, my mom had after she died. I, I just, for whatever reason, I never took it down. It was a picture of Jesus. And he was like, Hey, what's up with uh, Eric Clapton circa 1971? Mm-hmm. Why does I was Jesus like,
2: look like Jim Morrison from fucking LA Woman.
3: And I was like, Oh, we need to start the church of Eric Clapton ni- circa 1971. There we go. When he was
2: fucking Patty Harrison. Yeah.
3: <laughs> all strung out in the heroin and shit yeah Yeah. stole george harrison's
2: wife wrote a song about it Game number one (laughs) and then and then
3: and then fucked her
2: and and then george harrison said you can have her
3: well he knew better he's like yeah "Yeah, shit there there you go you know the name of
2: the game you know the name of the game
3: your bitch chose me (laughs) chris you've been in new york too long you're gonna start using the word. You're gonna start being like, "Son," and not ironically. You're gonna be saying yeah. this shit for real. <laughs> you know, had a couple beers, smoked a little weed.
2: You know?
3: Oh, oh, you think?
2: <laughs> you Don't sound like it at all.
3: <laughs> oh shit! All right. Pass out? No, I'm here.
2: Thank you for listening. Definitely interesting. Hey, but can I bring up this point real quick? About all right. The whole Charleston thing. We did not. As far as I wasn't race doing the Charleston. Home, I was doing bad timing. Is it taste to say that? What? Like, the one thing this country did not need right now, as far as race relations go, was for that shit in Charleston to go down like it did.
3: They bought the
1: motherfucker Burger King. Dude, why did they, they Kevlar- took them into custody?
2: Why did they put a Kevlar vest on him? Think of the cost savings of no trial and no incarceration.
1: <laughs> Wait, what are we? What happened? In, I was doing the peepee dance, not the Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> What They're are we talking, talking about? about? <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? What happened in Charleston? The when
3: motherfucker they, that they shot shooting. up at the church.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh,
3: You're trying to rape my you're trying to rape my women and it just pop nine black people.
1: No, okay, so yeah, if we're going to go there then definitely I will go on record saying that he did it wrong. I mean nobody's supposed well, to shoot. the right no- way to do it? <laughs> I know. Yeah, want- there is there is a right way to. No, nobody to- nobody should take an innocent life, but if you have to, make sure that you take out the guilty one last, and that's you. He didn't uh- turn the gun on himself and wipe it and and save our save the rest of this nation a lot of money and grief over your dumb ass.
3: Oh, uh, I got you. Okay that all goes right. with my theory of don't put Kevlar
2: on him. Save yeah. the
3: cost of a trial. Yeah. Save the cost of incarceration.
1: Because we're not savages. You we know, my, just,
2: I mean, we drop that, just, that
3: motherfucker off in downtown uh, Charleston right. and call it a day. And, and there you go. You ever see Let what be, they did to Mussolini? Yeah, that'd be him. We per- yeah. We, we could perhaps
2: take solace in all the black dick he'll be taking for the rest of his life. <laughs> uh, there's no way they're, oh, they're oh, putting him... Oh, you hate them, black people? You're really going to hate him now. Oh,
1: there's <laughs> no way they're putting him anywhere near any black people.
2: Oh, they should put him in nothing but... They should put him in a prison and fucking... Uh, anywhere. I'm he gonna say, should we'll get
1: solitary. <laughs> they,
2: they, they should, for his
1: they, own protection, he should go into solitary. Oh,
2: hell no. They should put him in nothing but... He should be the only white guy in an entire black cell block.
1: <laughs> dude, <laughs> he should that's, be on
2: the main line. He dude, should be on the main line. Serving your Atlanta.
1: entire sentence, which is probably going to be the rest of his fucking life in solitary, is fucking tantamount to torture hey, that's what he deserves no, no. Hey, hey, outside hey, of a hey, bullet in on. his head he's that's what he deserves
2: south, he's gonna get the death penalty
1: good so the only, the only mean, downside for- is that's gonna take a while and c- uh, still cost a lot of taxpayer money
2: and on uh, that happy note yep all right till oh, next well. week we'll catch you on monday hope we'll maybe we'll try to wrangle jay in. we'll see if he's done doing his homework all righty all right uh thanks for listening we'll see you on monday guys thank
1: you all right later guys